tea. Come, join me on the divan. It seems Allegra's a no-show, which is simply a bore. But I'll partner you in bridge. Ha! Would that it were so simple. Cut. 27 apples, take two. All right, all right, let's try this. Your line, just say it as I say it. Say your line exactly as I'm mm -hmm. about to. Okay, sure. Would that it were so simple. Would that it were so simple. Would that it were so simple. Would that it was. Wait, wait, watch my mouth. Would that it were so simple. Would that it was so simple. Would that it was so simple. My dear boy, why do you say that? Why do you say twer? Well, you said say it like I said. Yes, Would that it were so simple. No, no, you seem to be lingering. It's interminable, the were. I'm wondering when it'll end. Then we shouldn't be wondering, should we? We should be marching right along to so simple. Would that it were so simple, trippingly. Would that it were so simple, trippingly. No, don't say trippingly. Say the line trippingly. Gosh, I, I can't seem to cinch my saddle up on this in there. Would that it were so simple. Would that it were so simple. Would that it were would that it was simple? 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 Would Complicated. All right, let's talk Hail Caesar. Hail Cohen Brothers movie. This is my second Cohen Brothers movie. No, I'm sorry, third. What was your first? Big, Big Lebowski was the first. I saw that when I was a oh. kid, though. Um, so I don't have too fond memory of it. And then we saw Fargo a couple weeks ago. And then right. this one was... Oh, so you've I'm... just seen Fargo? The... Yeah, we just saw it for the first time. And it's funny yeah. because, like, I know all the... You know, they say, like, Brainerd, Minnesota and all these different locations. I'm like, oh, that's... I know exactly where they are. Um, but I was like, that's, like, a movie I have to see since I live here. And it's so... They, they, the accents are perfect. Because the Coen brothers are from St. Louis Park, Minnesota, which is, like, oh. right near Minneapolis. So a lot of their films are shot here and based here. So I didn't know that until recently, but there, yeah. But yeah, I'm still sort of new into the Coen brothers filmography. Yeah. They are someone who, uh, like I, they're referenced a lot. The Coen brothers is like a known, you know, like movie entity, except like, I, I definitely grew up. I mentioned, Oh brother, where art thou was like right. a classic. Uh, and like, I guess probably cause big Lebowski is like very well known, but they, I, for the amount of times people reference the Coen brothers, I thought their filmography was going to be like every yeah. hit movie I've ever seen. Right. Just right. like that's the way. But uh, I have heard good things about Raising Arizona. And No Country for Old Men. I, I really want to see that, oh, one. that too. Yeah, that's okay. more of a, like a There thriller. are bigger ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like the one I want to see because it's more of like a Western, but it's like, I don't know. I really want to see that one. Yeah. Well, anyways, this one. But Hell Caesar. <laughs> I, I've heard of this and I've seen the trailer, but I didn't really know much much about it um, before watching it. So it's kind of fun to. I love the old Hollywood vibe. Big fan of that. I feel like this was like trying to portray, portray like the golden age of Hollywood, which like I didn't, I kind of got at first. And then once it got into like the whole communist thing, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. 
which is I, I was kind of in the same boat too, where I like remember the trailer a lot. There's obviously a great cast, but I didn't know much more going into it. And I, right off the bat, I will say, well, two things. One, I mentioned this when I picked it. How I was like, I hope Jonah Hill's in it a lot. <laughs> he's literally the only thing he's in is the part in the trailer, which is hilarious. But like, like the and he's like on the phone earlier, and I'm like, oh, that's Jonah Hill's character, but he doesn't. So slightly disappointed there. Yeah. Uh, but talking about like the world they created. Again, more and more, I realize that like I like movies that it's like it's like it's so dependent on the world they create, and if I would like to be in that world, kind mm. of deal. And like this movie, like overall, I didn't like, I didn't hate it, I didn't love it, but I loved the world, they, the like wacky, you know, it's like old school, but it's obviously like played up, right. old school. If that makes sense, and I'm just like, oh yeah, this is a world though that is like. It's a fun world that I'd want to be in. Oh, yeah. Totally. I love, like, I love these types of movies because I, I kind of agree with you. Like, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Um, but I, I love the types of movies because, like, George Clooney's character is based on a real guy. Or, no, I'm sorry, Josh Brolin's character is based on a real yeah. So I love when movies kind of explore or they kind of make an alternate life for these people. Like, for example, one of... I really like this film called Shadow of the Vampire. It's um, based on the filming of Nosferatu. And Willem Dafoe plays Nosferatu, basically. No, he plays the actor playing Nosferatu, essentially. Uh-huh. And because the, the whole thing with that movie is that they the guy who played Nosferatu, Max Shrek, he was so bizarre and weird, they thought he was an actual vampire. <laughs> and like, So they basically made that movie of him actually being like a vampire. But So it's actually kind of cool to like see someone based on real people, a real story, but like kind of twist it in their own way. And that's, I feel like this way it was like a, this movie was similar to that. Yeah. That's a really good point. Like, cause I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't like that middle ground where it's like, I like if it's based on a true thing and it holds very true, you know, Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's not a doc, but you know, it's like very true. Right. Or like this, where they kind of like, you know what it's based on, but you understand it's this fake exaggerated world. So you still like, get it but you understand it's fake but that there's that weird middle ground where people are like it's based on a true story right right but they take so many liberties that like you think it was kind of like a doc but you didn't you don't understand how much liberties they took you know yeah, and then you're just 100%. going around saying wrong things <laughs> yeah like, no, that's in the movie that's what i love about like i love music biopics like i'm a huge fan of like you know love and mercy is the beach boys movie and um i mean i didn't really like bohemian rhapsody but like Beyond the Seas, the Bobby Darren movie. Like I love movies based on like singers and Rocket Man. Stuff. I never saw Rocket Man. It was because it was the same director as Bohemian Rhapsody. So I was like, eh, I didn't really like Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know, but I still I need to watch it. But yeah, I love like there was a Richie Valens movie and I don't know. They're so good. The Buddy Holly movie. I don't know. I love those types of movies and like they're very. I mean, I always kind of do research after and like make see how accurate they are and, and Walk the Line is like one of my favorites, and it's I just love when they depict that um, but yeah i also love the other the side huh who did walk the line i don't know who directed it i um, think it was i know what did i just think i don't know walk the line was directed... i feel like i was just listening to something james mangle like johnny cash james maybe it was mangle. just a johnny cash thing i was okay listening. great maybe yeah, anyway, thing. yeah anyways. i love when they're <laughs> like super like like accurate like you were saying and then the opposite where they're like exaggerated and kind of made up it's kind of fun mm-hmm yeah so you, right, you that's a wrap <laughs> you guys haven't seen this before right like either of you, right no i had not, hadn't seen this one but yeah okay 
I like I, I liked Fargo, uh, and I, I I don't really feel like this gave me the same vibe. Like to be honest, like I I felt like this there were some really funny parts in this movie, and they weren't mm. things that I would have like anticipated being really funny. Like that uh, like the sequence with the uh, Mr. Lawrence. And uh, if only it were <laughs> so simple, uh, like that's not like a, a downright funny, like, like if I read that as a script, I would not think that's funny, but the acting really made it funny. Mm-hmm. And like, there's that I really liked, like, but there was also like just lots of like random, like stretches throughout the movie that I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> like the, the big tap dance scene. I was just like, I feel like I looked up and I'm like, where am I? Like, what happened? <laughs> like but i feel like in some ways that's the the coen brothers like they 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 jump you around and like it's like parts of it feel like a comedy parts of it feel serious parts of you know what i mean like i feel like different parts of the movie gave off different vibes yeah that's what i wrote down as well i was like they're they have this weird like this style where it's like i think it's funny like but i don't know if i should be laughing because like when we were watching fargo I mean, I didn't really know much about it. And I, I told Jojo, I was like, oh, this is a comedy. And it, it, it's weird because it is a comedy. If you know Minnesota as well, like it's funny in that it's like ironic, but also a lot of crazy shit happens, but it's also kind of funny. It's weird. It's a really weird style. Like it's almost like I wrote down it was like Quentin Tarantino-esque. It's got that sort of weird, like they're almost like a, I don't want to say because they, they swear and, you know, they're R-rated movies, but I feel like it's almost like the the lesser Quentin, the lesser version of Quentin Tarantino, like was, almost like a kid dialogue version. heavy. That, yeah, that's what yeah, I think yeah. When I think of Tarantino, I think yeah. of like really dialogue forward movies. Right, right. Um, and there's like an aspect, like you're saying, where if like for like the scene, like those jokes and those scenes and stuff feel so like compartmentalized, like mm-hmm. you know where they just like exist in itself, and then you're back into the movie, you know. But it's it's that weird like feeling like I and I love I love that like I think it's because they are able to like keep it within itself the how like that like Joe said if you read that it probably wouldn't be funny the lines but like the funny thing is when you're watching it and you're like how long is this gonna go but even with the tap (laughs) dancing right like it's cool and then you start going like how long is this scene right and like there's that line that kills me saying the lines over and over and i just always <laughs> wonder too like in real acting like there's an snl sketch that's one of my favorites that's like beck and kyle in a commercial and the whole sketch it's like a four minute sketch and it's just that the whole time him being like the director me like say it like this and then he says it, and he's like no no, no like this and that's the whole sketch there's nothing else okay great. yeah try that oh man i'm all out of cash Aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. No, it's like, aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. Aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. Sort of like, aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. Aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. It's kind of like, aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. Okay. Aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. That's more, aw, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. Oh, right, right, right. So it's, aw, uh, oh, man, I'm all out of cash. No. And I'm just like, I love that they're able to, like, in everything they do. I didn't realize it until Joe said, was talking about the tap dancing scene, though. But it's like that whole gist in the whole movie where it's just like one thing that could be a short thing. They're like, let's gonna let's pull this out to five minutes. <laughs> right. It's like it's almost like Family Guy. It, it reminds me of that where it's just say, like extends yeah. jokes. 
Like it's like it's like longer there was a, than they should. Right, like, right. To the point where you notice it and you're like, okay, when's it gonna end? You know, like the like cup when scene. Peter like hurts yeah. his knee. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, and it, yeah, and it was just like five minutes. So yeah. Ah. 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 Or like, I think Brian tried to go down the stairs or something and Stewie's blocking him. He's like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Two, two of my other, the two of the other scenes that like, I just thought were really funny. Like, but I, again, like kind of siloed um, is like the first one was when the Josh Brolin's character was uh, talking with like the priest and the rabbi and the uh, that, yeah. that whole group trying to like see mm-hmm. if the, you know, if the movie would offend uh, because it was just like a whole bunch of like circular dialogue that got nowhere. And eventually he's like, yeah, okay, uh, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was when the, like, and this is, I felt like this was really random, but like Channing Tatum's character when they were out in the boat. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, first off, like, okay. Like I knew, like, I know they're like communists and that was like a whole big thing in Hollywood back then. But like making it real was like funny enough. And then the thing where like they tossed him the money and then the dog ran up and he just dropped them. I, I don't know. I, I died when that And then happened. he whispered to the dog or something. He's like, why'd you do that? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah exactly. But otherwise it's like this, like, like Soviet, like ominous music in the background. He's like, Oh, why'd you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Talking to this tiny little white dog. And then it made me think, is this poor dog just going to be in a submarine forever? Yeah. Right. That's I don't know. I, it was it was a strange sequence, but I I laughed when yeah. at those ones. Now I I have a question for you. I don't know because is this is this like a does this remind you of Wes Anderson at all? Because I've never I I've only it. seen Rushmore, and I I know that's not like his style style. I mean, have you have he's been more recently? But like, I just feel like this would be a Wes Anderson style movie. That's just how I. I say it. yes and no. Okay. Yes, in the sense that like it's a very colorful, well shot, well thought through, like where the camera is and where everyone is. Okay. Uh, and it's like very like visually pleasing to look at. But I feel like Wes Anderson had a lot more of the like still camera movement across gotcha. the screen. And okay. I don't think this had as much as that. What about uh, like the dialogue or the, the humor? Is that or no? Because like I this to me, I was like, oh, I feel like I don't know why, but I just feel like Wes Anderson to have this type of humor. It feels like to me, like I wrote down when I was watching this that not like it is the same style, but I think I like this kind of the same reason I like Wes Anderson a lot mm, okay. is that they, this though does feel like, like I agree with Joe, like it's not exactly Wes Anderson. It almost feels like a step towards Wes Anderson. Like here's normal, here's Wes Anderson. Right. Coen brothers in here or something. Um, it's like Quentin Tarantino, Wes Anderson, <laughs> Coen Brothers. <laughs> that's that's cool. Um, but th- there's this. It has to do, I feel like, to me, something with the worlds they create, and there's like a quirkiness mm-hmm. quality of the world, you know. Um, Wes Anderson's very like overboard on it in his worlds he creates, mm-hmm. but there's definitely some aspect to me in here that like has that where you're like. Yeah, this doesn't feel weird. It does feel like this 
play like almost kids book-esque quality right. to the worlds right if that makes sense uh but it, it, it did make me think of him okay i was just curious because yeah i don't know it's, it's something that i'm not like i'm not used to this type of movie like it's such a weird interesting style like i i don't know i'm just kind of curious and trying to relate it to something but um great great cast though i mean um jonah hill killed it <laughs> that scarlett johansson was funny in this too she was only in it for so she short, was. though, too. It was so weird. Yeah. Like she was great, but also Channing Tatum could sing. I didn't know that. And that guy can do everything. Which is fun. Okay. I don't know. I, okay. I go I go between him. Like I think he's good. It's, I don't know. I'm like I like him, but then sometimes I'm like I don't I don't know. He could dance. Give him that. I, his wife's a professional dancer, isn't Jenna? Oh, ex wife. Come on, Justin. Right. Keep up with Excellent. the pop culture. So I'm not. I'm not up to dance. <laughs> I feel like I would. I feel like I've just always liked him more after like Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump Street. He's funny. You know, where I'm just like, funny. oh, he he definitely is. He seems like someone who'd just be fun to hang out with. Like yeah, yeah. Know. I liked him personally in Coach Carter. So he was in Coach Carter. <laughs> oh yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. But um, Ralph Fien Fien in his Fienes. How do you say his name? Oh. I only think of Voldemort. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Man, I do not connect these people's roles together. Also, Josh Brolin, I only think of Thanos. Yeah. Even, I mean, obviously they made his voice deeper, but like, I only think of Thanos when I see him. <laughs> hmm. But I like the musical sequences, which is funny because um, I'm not usually a huge musical person, but I thought they did a really good job of like depicting what it was like back then. Um, Cause I've been watching a lot of older movies recently and like it was, it did it very much matched up to that. And I love, I love older movies because like they're not, they're kind of, they're, they could be a, a drama or a comedy, but there's always like a musical number somewhat thrown in there randomly. I don't know why, but I love it. It's, it's kind of great. People want it's not like a musical, but it's like, it's almost like the wicker man. Like there was like musical numbers in there for random reasons, but again, some, one of the best soundtracks out there the wicker man i'm i, the I agree more I, yeah couldn't agree more we need that on vinyl you know i don't have a record player but do you like movies based on like old hollywood or like do you like how do you feel about that or movies based there, on movies i guess too there is something cool about old hollywood i know it's because we like very much glorify it right and right. you know like old hollywood it's not like i think we probably ever want to go back to but like the way it's portrayed now right there's like a glorious aspect of it you know being like oh the glitz and the glam <laughs> we all want um, what we have yeah <laughs> um and then it's like in the yeah in the reality who knows how like glamorous it was right um, right but it is cool there's something about there's something about the like 50s too that i love as an era mm -hmm. like i and it was funny like watching like through mad men say like you that goes through the decades through the seasons so cool. you know like i still love the 50s and i love the like you know like mid-century kind of like aesthetic you know and then it's funny like watching the show like i hated when they got to the 70s just because i don't like the aesthetics and stuff sure. you know or like probably late 60s like the druggy mm -hmm. uh kind of like hippie vibes and stuff but there is something about the 50s i love i don't know why I agree. But, uh, I'm a big fan. I mean, not all, all the music I listen to is like, I mean, not all of it, but a lot of the music. I mean, Paulinka started in the 50s and I just, I just love that style too. I like the movies. I love the movies. and That's what I think of with so like good. old school, like yeah. the suit and tie. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like that's like the 50s to me. It's funny but. that you say Mad Men because the guy who plays Jimmy, the actor in Mad Men, he's in this. The guy with the big eyebrows. He yeah, kept, he popped on the screen and I know him from so many things, but like, it's just funny. When you were saying a great cast, I was going to say like, oh yeah, and there's people like that who like, I didn't even know in the cast and they popped on and I was like, oh. Yeah. This guy. And he's, he's always in like, he's always in like, he plays, I feel like he's always in like period pieces, like from the 50s. He's got that look, that vibe about him. Like he Mad Men, obviously. Yes. this and i've seen him in other movies based in like this time period it's just funny and then the ray from girls isn't it for like a really brief second i don't know if you've seen girls which one is i mean i, I saw am, some girls he's like i don't i don't know i can't describe him but he's uh i don't know it was just um i can't remember who he was but there was just some random cameos oh newman from seinfeld was in it oh yes that was yes. great <laughs> he did a good job yeah but. oh yeah I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. It's that's a good point that you said. Like we kind of like, we definitely like look up to it. We're like, oh, I wish we could do that, but like, I feel like we don't. Like it's it looks and it probably is a great time, but also like there's not a lot, not a lot of good things probably happened around that time. <laughs> yeah, but our nice picture of it is great. exactly like they paint it in a very good way for sure. Yeah, <laughs> which is good or bad, I don't know, but. <laughs> Uh, and then how about like the narrating style? Like, do you, how do you feel about like the, a lot of movies do that. And I feel like the Coen brothers do that too, where it's almost like there's like a narrator kind of throughout. It's almost like telling the story. I feel like that's a specific style. I like the narrator kind of story. Um, okay. I don't know. It, but it also, de- it, it also depends on what the story is and how it's being done. Like, I don't think, not not every story would benefit from a narrator, I don't think. No. Yeah. I don't think I think yeah. this could have done without for sure. But there's something I think too, like with earlier these worlds that kind of feel more like there's like a kid book esque vibe to it, or just something, you know, like even like knives out or a lot right. of those like murder mysteries and stuff, where you feel like a narrator can fit in because you almost feel like you're in a book, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, I mean, I agree. I if it wasn't, I I'm just kind of like indifferent to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it didn't bother me, but like, I didn't remember it after I watched it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I I love it. In, like the Grinch, it's like perfect in that, and like those type of movies, Ooh. I think it's really important. Um, but yeah, Actually, I agree. Like, murder books. mystery could be kind of cool because like murder mysteries are essentially a book where you're kind of reading through the pages. So, unrelated, but I finally watched Murder on the Orient Express and loved it. Ooh. Oh, with the original or the newer one? The newer one. Okay, sweet. Yeah, JoJo loved that one as well. Yeah, I, but I love murder mysteries. So, yeah. that's uh, awesome. Sorry, side note. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do we have much more on this? I don't know. Do we have any location? I don't. Um, oh. It's probably around LA. I don't. We don't. I was have gonna say I, it looks like it's mostly sets here. Um, yeah. And did they shoot? You know, like a lot of it is on like the like Paramount like. Right. You know, like Universal Studios lots because it takes place in there. Did they just shoot it in? Did they make sets of? I assume just because like, I I feel like overdone sets, but. I also feel like the Coen Brothers, I mean, from what I kind of try to understand is that they're, I feel like they're good at budgeting. Like they, I feel like they do things cheaply, but well done. So I feel like they would have totally utilized the studios. Uh Um, But who? I don't know. I assume. I mean, they had big stars in this, so I assume that they had access to all of those places. But 
Sure, maybe we put a location out in the ocean for the submarine <laughs> scene. I uh, yeah, I'm about it. That would be actually hilarious. I would love to see someone do like a selfie like in the middle of the ocean. The water. <laughs> There's just a little periscope sticking up. <laughs> <laughs> or like or like um the uh the kind of like what i post on instagram like the top photo is from the movie and then the yeah. bottom is the it's just like the ocean <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> you could do that anywhere but <laughs> we need the exact let's address. Do it. all right i'm down what what would you guys rate this movie yeah let's do ratings you want to kick us off jess i'm trying to think about yeah what are the what are our units I'm going to do briefcases of cat briefcases of briefcases of cash briefcases of cash briefcases of cash. Um, I just I for some reason that stuck out though like hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, same. I'm gonna go smack smack dab seven point five. All right, nice briefcase. Again, I like enjoy the world they create. There's like nothing. I think it was fun i really enjoyed the world they create but there's nothing like inherent i think about like the story that i you know cared about so it was like fun you know yeah but it does make me want to dive into basically all the other coen brothers movies so and like rewatch even the ones i've seen okay that's Just, like, all together to kind of get the vibe of, you know right right i feel like i feel like the coen brothers movies i feel like they're all just like in the same world like i feel like they all have that vibe uh-huh. where it's like they could all exist together which is kind of cool. Universe, the better Marvel universe, <laughs> the Cohen universe. I kind of feel I have similar feelings. Like I don't. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun watch. There were moments that I liked more than others. I felt like there were like a moment where I, there's were moments where I was like, "That's hilarious," and then there would be like stretches of like, "Okay, like the story's progressing a bit, but like you know, a little slower than those like few moments that popped out to me." So I'm going to go with like a six, eight. Um, and I'm going with would that it twers. Um, but like, yeah, like it was, it was a fun watch. The cast was amazing. That I think that's part of what made it so fun to watch. Um, right. Because right. it, it's, it's kind of like what I was saying with that, that particular scene. It's like, I feel like it's the acting that makes it good. Like if I wrote, if I read it, I don't think it would have hit the same, but you know it was well executed and it was an enjoyable watch that's something i've come to realize from like the coen brothers is like i feel like they rely on their actors to do a good job not that their screen is not good but (laughs) but like fargo for example if fargo Fargo had like random people in it i don't think it would be the same like if steve buscemi wasn't in fargo no way (laughs) has to be steve buscemi right jesse we're gonna say something I was just gonna say, so let's. Can you give us six point eight? Twitter to twas. No, I can't. Twitter to twas. Okay, I have. I will go. I'm trying to think of my units here. Tap shoes. What are they called? Tap shoes. Tap shoes. I. I. This was fun. I liked it. Um. I like love the cast. There were some really. I love the old Hollywood style. Um, some there were some really funny parts. Some definitely some funny moments. Um, love movies based on movies. It's always that's always fun for me. But I don't know. I think this was this movie was kind of an eye opener. Like I lo- I really liked Fargo, and I I think I enjoyed Big Lebowski. I don't know. I 
I don't know if I can vibe with the Coen brothers. I don't know if I can vibe with their movies. He's taking shots at the Academy. He's taking shots at the Coen brothers. <laughs> and I, Big Hollywood, watch out. I think it's the, I think it's the, I don't know. I, I kind of want to know if I'm supposed to laugh or not. Like, I, I think it's the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the fact that I don't know. The unknown is what I struggle with. Like, I want to know what I'm laughing at and why I'm laughing at it. Like, if I'm just like, is this funny like i don't know then i feel kind of stupid and i'm like wait am i don't know get something but if it's i don't know (laughs) but i i do appreciate the jokes that i did laugh at i really liked and i thought they were hilarious but i think i think for me i just wish there was more of a a line between uh comedy and (laughs) non-comedy which i i don't know because i kind of go back and forth because in in a way like comedy obviously is everyone's got their own perception of comedy like everything's something is different for everybody like i could think something is hilarious and you guys would hate it completely which i feel like is a lot of the, not a lot of the case but there's like a lot of cases where we think there's a lot of things that we think are funny that are none of us think are funny but i don't know i, I think that also leads to our interpretation where it's like it's like supposed to be funny but you don't have to laugh i don't know it's such a weird i don't know how to describe this but it's like i feel like that's how they go into it they're like we think <laughs> it's, it's funny and we don't care if anyone else thinks it's funny yeah. yeah that's what I mean this has kind of come up before and I definitely see like with this type of comedy I definitely see your point because I see that a lot with people it's like when it starts inching forward to like what's kind of referred to as like absurdist comedy yes like I love and revel in that you know and but I totally get why some people are like what like is this even comedy kind of you know and there's right. you can be on that spectrum you know and like kind of be in the middle but there's definitely something with like absurdist comedy where again, especially when it starts, the ones that like part of this is it extends for so long that then you turn to someone and you're like, I don't get if this is still the joke or not. Right, right. And like, don't get me wrong, I love like absurdist comedy. Like I, I do love like some of the movies that I've seen that have it. I don't know, but like Fargo, I think is a very good example. Like I thought Fargo was hilarious and the parts of what were supposed to be funny. But again, there was a scene in that movie where like they broke into her house and they were like trying to kidnap her. And there were some things that they did. It was like comical, but like it was a serious matter. And I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh. I don't know. It was just weird. But this movie obviously was more lighthearted. But yeah. Okay. So I will go. I'm going to go units. I will go tap shoes. I think I'm going to go five and a half. Five and a half tap shoes. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I just, I do, I do want to explore more Coen Brothers movies. I do want to see No Country for Old Men and a couple other ones um i don't know i i'm also this could be a hot take i'm not the biggest More george, hot takes. i'm not the biggest george clooney fan hot takes and hot cakes <laughs> I, I will say he i always this is another hot take but i i only think of him from spy kids <laughs> george wait from oh wow i love that take that is that is the best and i do i love his voice like he's got such a great voice i just i don't know I'm not the biggest Clooney fan yeah I've become a bigger Clooney fan in the later years and like after he was on like Dave Letterman's Netflix show they did a whole episode with him and like seeing him more on talk shows and there there is something I've come to love about Clooney okay Uh, so I'm not canceling you man like you're you know I love the Academy I love the Coen (laughs) brothers I love Clooney (laughs) I do want to like I, I would love to hear him do like I, I don't know much about like I've seen a lot of his movies obviously but I would love to see like do more 
film research about him and all that. Cause I'm sure I would like, I do like him as a person. I think he's, I mean, espresso yeah, I mean, pods, like <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, I think I like him more as a person. So I enjoy some yeah. of the stuff now, but like, you know, that one in space he did. Uh, I never saw it. Uh, gra- was that gravity, Inter- gravity, right. I never saw it. That yeah. was not, you know, that was Clooney in space. That was, you know, like but, definitely not a fan of all. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like with him, it's like, I feel like there's such a high expectation or bar for him. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, but I, and I mean, I, I mean, he's a great, I mean, he's a good actor. Like I, I do give him props for that, but I, I just, I feel like I, I see him and I expect like a Leo and it just doesn't, huh. it doesn't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> who was the, what's what was the hot take from the other week of who you don't like actor? Oh, Jeff Bridges. Do you Jeff Bridges. There we go. And Wait, I, I, Big Lebowski, isn't he? He is the big, yeah, he's literally in the big Lebowski. I think that's why, the, I think the Coen brothers <laughs> like these actors that I don't really like. So like, okay, you want to hear another super hot take? This could be a, this could be a really big one, actually. I want this to be a separate podcast. <laughs> Joe's hot take. Hollywood hot takes. <laughs> we should do a hot take episode. It's like the hot ones, the the chicken wing thing. But the Wait, do our own hot ones with hot takes. The, oh, like wait, that's idea. actually a great idea. We should definitely do that. Um, All right, let's do it. Okay, drop the next bomb. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Let's go. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Holy Jesus. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Scarlett Johansson. Fight me. I know. I, I get a lot of crap for that one. Are you crazy? I, <laughs> I don't know what it is about her. I don't know. I don't know. She's, I mean, she's, blind? <laughs> she's, she's so funny. Hilarious. I yeah. also love just everyone making fun of Colin Jost. Oh, yeah, being like yeah. Scarlett doesn't actually know she's Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> like, That's actually really funny. Also, like, have you seen um, uh, Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was amazing in that. Oh, right. Yes. Great. So good. So good. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, she's good at, she's a good actress. I just don't enjoy it. Next, you're going to tell us you like love Jared Leto or something dumb. You know, <laughs> I love Jared Leto. So there's a lot of hot takes going on this episode. <laughs> also, um, oh, I can, I could do this all day. No, we should definitely have a hot take episode. <laughs> yeah, we, we should just... have an episode that's supposed to be a movie review, but it just turns into Joe. <laughs> I mean, like this sucks. Oh, I, I, I'm, I could go for another really, really big one, but I don't know if I want to drop it now or later. <laughs> Save it for the hot right. takes episode. Okay, it's a, it's a good one. I'm gonna get it's, it's probably worse than Scarlett Johansson to be honest. <laughs> but uh, oh man, what a hey, cliffhanger! Keep... What a cliffhanger! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, yeah. do you want to name one person you like? Maybe just like balance the scales. I might get crap for that too. <laughs> yeah. Might. Oh man. All right. I'll, I'll try to go a hot take that I like. Let's go. Let's see that. Uh, hot take. I mean, Jared Leto is a big one, but. <laughs> All right. There we go. There. I can think of more, but I can't think of it right now. All right. Well, we'll do a hot takes. We should definitely um, do a hot take episode. Do we want to do next movie reveal or movie news? Let's do, I can, I'll say my movie and then we can do news. Right. It's actually kind of a perfect, uh, it almost was a perfect segue. It was almost a perfect pub art. <laughs> perfect. Oh, uh, do you know who we, what do you feel about Kevin James? He's great. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James should be more things. Um, 
actual segue. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Leo, we're going to go on the Leo train because I love my boy Leo. Good in everything he does. Have you guys seen this film with Johnny Depp called What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. Okay, it's- good. All right. I was, I was kind of hoping that you haven't, but. Was that like a first Leo he is his first Oscar nom. He was 21. First Oscar. He was, you know, uh, I mean, if he, if he's as good as people say, wouldn't he have more Oscars? Hot takes. Oh, I love it. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Everything turns into that. I'm going to pick that one because I've been wanting to rewatch that. I don't know. I just love it. It's like a weird, really weird, quirky movie that I don't know why exists, but it's great. (laughs) I'm into it. Joe, you haven't seen this one? No. Cool. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I, I didn't even realize John C. Riley was. Yeah, he's his friend. I think it's super, super early on, but yeah, I don't know who else is in it, but yeah, it's a good one. I was like, I don't know. I was, I kind of want to go something like I was gonna do horror, but I was like, nah, I'll give the I'll give you guys a, a little break before I do a a chain of horror movies. You know, I'm waiting for like the real like slasher movies. That are I know like- I'm I'm, re- I'm gonna be really choosy yeah. with those though because I know you don't enjoy slashers as much. So I'm like trying to figure out which ones you might actually enjoy. <laughs> so it takes a lot of thought. I mean, I I feel like yeah, if we go slasher though, it's like just go all out. All right, none of this middle ground stuff. Okay, like- I could do all out. We can do. It won't be like it won't be like a, a, a um, hostile. Though. It won't be like one of those. Yeah, that's a little too much. <laughs> I won't do that. I'm not going to put you through that. <laughs> It'll be tasteful. A tasteful. A tasteful horror. The scenes yeah, this be... cast is crazy. Yeah, right? I haven't watched it in forever, but um, it was, uh, I think it was shot in Iowa too. So, Oh yeah, Juliet Lewis. I forgot she's in it. She is the funniest. Oh my gosh. Camping. I just think of the show Camping. And she is, you guys have seen Camping, right? Or Jesse, you watched it with us a little bit, right? Yeah. I, when you posted about it the other day, I was like, oh, I should finish that because oh. I don't remember how I watched a ton when I was staying with you guys. Yeah. There's uh, one season. Joe, you should watch. I think you and D would really dig it. It's about like these, this couple, they go camping and like they have their siblings and some of their friends. It's just so, it's a one, I think it's a one-off. I don't know, but it's, it's on HBO, I think, but it's, it's hysterical. Like I, I kind of went in and I was like, I don't know. I was a little, I don't know. It didn't. At first, when I started watching, I was like, I don't know if I like this, but it got it got really good as it went on. Um, I think it, it does feel like Joan D would like it. Yeah, I think you guys would dig it. It's fun. Let's check um, it out. Yeah, you should check it out. That, that was a good transition to movie news, by the way. <laughs> Solid transition. <laughs> um, trying to think. Bo Burnham's new special releases today, I believe. Ooh, have you seen it? Yeah, Newberg. Seen it no, I think it goes on, or it's probably on Netflix today already. Okay. I think May 30th. Um, super pumped for that though. He recorded it all by himself in his house over the pandemic. That's pretty cool. So, how, so I'm ex- how? like, does he have like a stage or something, or does he like? Well, there's no. I don't think it was, he has an audience in it. I mean, Bo Burnham's done really interesting stuff in terms of stand-up specials. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like directed other people, you know, and obviously he's done eighth grade and like a lot of stuff. Um. Like he definitely has a unique take, so I'm so excited to see it because it's not going to be like the other stand-up. It's not going to be a normal stand-up special, right? But that's what I really knows. like that about Bo Burnham, though. I think that's what he's. That's why he's so talented. Like he can, he can literally do that. Like I fully trust that he it'll be good just because he's 
good at what he does and he's passionate about it. Like I almost picked eighth grade. I was like, Ooh, I was like this because I love uh-huh. that movie. That was so good. He needs to I'm do so more. Glad movies. to hear. Yeah. I, oh, I love over dude. He's I, he's so talented. He he reminds me of like Seth Seth MacFarlane. Like they have a similar like. They're so talented. They're so funny. They're both so smart too. Smart, exactly. They're super smart. Yeah. Like Bo Burnham's able to like, like when I listen to him on like podcasts and stuff, he's obviously like really well spoken and like yeah. they're like really well thought out. Yes. You know, like you can tell how much he thinks about things, you know, like and he's able to convey these like ideas that he has about like just life and stuff through these like hilarious comedy songs that are so goofy, but they convey these huge messages kind right. of. I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird talent, you know, but and so also smart. Oh my God. he was in Promising Young Women. Yeah, he was like the. Was he a big he's a part? He's a big role. Yeah, he's. A I didn't big role. see that movie, but I like, you know, typed it oh, in and he popped dude. up, and I was like, oh wait, he was in that. You need to watch it. He's really good in it too. Like he, I really like him as an actor. I think he needs to do more film filmography. Like he's a direct more. He's an act more. I think he's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm all for it. Yeah. He's. He has a lot of hot takes on Hollywood too. Does he? So, I love it. <laughs> yeah, because he's someone who like a lot of his stuff's on it too. Is like he just about like how ridiculous it almost is, you know, and like that he doesn't. He kind of is like, why are we the famous people right. that are looked up to? Kind of, you know. And it's really interesting him talking about late night shows now and how he hates them. Um, I won't try to talk too much about it though, because. He's very well spoken on it. Don't yeah, want to put yeah. words in his mouth. You know, but like how like Dave Letterman had this aspect of like where he would make fun of the celebrity who he was interviewing kind of. Okay. Like, I don't remember if you guys remember like the early Justin Bieber when he was on Letterman and Letterman was like, uh, he had like the tattoos and Letterman's like, oh, don't go keep going uh, to get uh, like more tattoos. And Justin's like, don't worry, I won't. Some joke about the 16th chapel. Mm-hmm. the Sistine Chapel and Justin says don't worry I won't become the 16th chapel and like you know and he, so everyone's laughing but like Justin doesn't realize obviously oh what's wrong you know and Dave just goes like Canadian public schools everybody you know and it's like and like he has no clue what's going oh on my God. but like there's this aspect of Dave where he would just like make fun of the whole idea of like celebrity you know right. and right. like so Bo Burnham was like talking about that and how like that there isn't that anymore and there's just like, I don't know. Again, just very curious to see what this special is too. Yeah. And see what it touches on. But And I feel like with him, it's like, with Bo, it's like, I feel like he, obviously he, obviously he was going to become famous, but like he was just posting videos to like make music and share with people. I feel like he wasn't he, trying to become famous and then it just kind of happened. And he, he's done a really good job of sticking to his like passions. I feel like he's not doing like shitty blockbuster, like bad movies. Like, I mean, <laughs> hot take uh-huh. <laughs> i loved <laughs> i love the rock dwayne the rock johnson but like he does some really bad movies <laughs> it's like i feel like bo burnham I, is like he's got that fame but he he's very picky and choosy which i really respect because it's hard because like that people throw all this money at you and you're like it's so easy to accept it and he's like no i want to make something that i actually passionate about and i can like promising I, a woman he like his, even though his role was like it wasn't his movie but like you could tell he was still like he wanted to be a part of it because it was such a compelling story. I've heard him go off on a hot take about this exact thing. 
you know, where he's like, basically like, if you are the rock, don't do the worst commercials. (laughs) You know, literally though, that's hilarious. Yeah. He, he uploaded a video, you know, YouTube barely was YouTube in those days because he wanted to show the song to his brother who was in college. Right. And so he just was like trying to type in like, how do, where, how do I send a video? And it was like this YouTube site and he like uploaded it. (laughs) I love it, dude. I, I, I respect it so much. That's awesome. Hilarious. Um, we saw Quiet Place 2 yesterday or Friday. Oh, how was Came it? Out. Don't ruin amazing. it. Amazing. I'm going to say it was amazing. I liked it better than the first one. Wow. Okay. I. Right. It's phenomenal. Like they, I don't know how the hell they keep things original and like the sound design. I mean, it, it's from the first one. Have you, Jesse, have you seen the first one? No, but I would. It's, like, I think you would really like it. Like I, like Jojo really liked them both. That's I think a good. Like, it's a good like median, like. It's not super scary, but it's like, it's still a horror movie, but it's not it's like terrifying. Suspenseful. It's, oh my gosh, it's suspenseful. But it's, there was, they play on this amazing, like, so the girl who plays, she's deaf in real life as well, she, but she also plays the deaf. She's, she's, first of all, she's amazing. She's such a great actress, but they play with sound design so much. Like, she can't hear, then they cut, oh, they transition it so well. It's, ah, it's great. He, I forget what it was that he like, you know, because since it came out now, like Emily Blunt and John Krasinski have been doing like the late night and press, you know, so you're seeing them pop up and they're, they're both so good and hilarious. You know, they're both oh just seem like great people. Yeah. Um, But John, I was like on Colbert for like the whole episode and just like sitting in on the studio. And there was a point where he mentioned they're talking about like, did you set out to write a horror movie, you know, like coming from the office and stuff. And he was like, I forget exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of like, he wanted to write a family drama, you know, but Mm -hmm. in some certain way, like he figured out that this was such a great way to tell a family drama kind of thing. But like being like, I wasn't like, I need to write a horror movie. Right, right. Uh, But super interesting. Yeah, he, man, I don't know. He needs to do horror, man. He needs to keep doing it. He's just killing it. It's, It's so impressive. It's like... Him and Jordan Peele. Oh, and Ari Aster. Maybe do a little collab. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna start having hot takes. Like Jordan Peele, not that good. Ari Aster. <laughs> well, speaking of that, it's funny that you said um, this family drama because Ari Aster, when he was writing Hereditary, he literally wrote it as a family oh. drama, which it is. But it's like those always stem, like the genre films always stem from that sort of thing. Like Midsummer is a breakup film. Like it's literally stemmed from all this all this other stuff but yeah dude it was the that's first time we went to, first time we went to the theaters since last february wow that's crazy well i was gonna say with john krasinski like he was his whole big thing in the was that like a tv show he did out of his house uh right. some good the beginning news of, of the pandemic he's such a good cool person i, I also i, I love i love that they waited for the theaters for this because they when Emily Blunt was on James Corden the other day, they showed how she was actually one of the last guests in studio before the pandemic oh. to promote A Quiet Place too. Interesting. But two hours before the show, she got the news that it wasn't going to go to theaters. They were going to pull it. Oh. But she still had to go on the show and promote it like it was going to, even though she already had known Weird. it wasn't. Huh. Kind of deal, you know, and they just waited because they wanted it in theaters. I will say They're like you have to experience you, it. You got to see this. Yeah. Don't you have to watch this in theaters. Like these films are 
I mean, obviously you can't see the first one theaters now, but Jesse, but it's, this is such a, theater. we can make it happen. It's the quietest, literally the quietest theater I've ever been in. Like everyone's quiet the whole time. It's incredible. It's yeah. You got to see it in theaters. And I actually really like how they block off every other row because no one's sitting in front of you. Oh, it's actually uh-huh. really nice. Like I love the social. The worst. I hope they, this when is you forever. get like a, Oh, a tall person with big hair. <laughs> I just always remember when I saw Mama Mia in theaters with my family <laughs> and everyone, the whole theater was like 80 year old women. And I was just standing behind it, like sitting behind this lady with this huge like hair. And then after the movie, someone asked, was like what I thought of it. And uh, Rich just goes, Frizzy. frizzy. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like, That's the worst. Being a short person, someone sits oh. in front of you and you're like, I know. Yeah, I, was I it old school theater seats though? It wasn't one of those theaters where it's like all lazy. No, it's like it's style. like a it's like an old like a um, small town theater. It's it's really nice actually. Yeah. I love the small town theaters. Yeah, quick uh, possible hot take. Oh, sorry, go for it. I was gonna say quick hot take. Do you like the old school theater seats or do you like the new kickback? Like I go, it's hard because I prefer the old school theater style. Obviously, I'm gonna like. I think I'm just like, I don't know why. I don't know why I think of this, but like there's a scene in Donnie Darko where he goes to the theater with his girlfriend and it's like, I don't know. That's like the epitome of like what I want to do. No one's in the theater. You're watching Evil Dead, the only two in the theater late at night. But I, I prefer the old school for sure. The only, my only issue is that a lot of them creak. So it's mm-hmm. like, which is, it gets really annoying. But other than that, they're great. <laughs> all right, all right. Cuffy, what do you think? Where are I'm you on new seats? Cause they recline and I love recliners. See, I'm not a reclining. I, I like, I sit, <laughs> I literally sit up in movies. Like I, I'm like, like I sit forward in theaters cause I'm so into it. But what about you, Jesse? What? Um, I don't know. I love the like almost middle ground. I think I like, I like comfortable old seats. Yeah. Cause yeah, again, yeah. I don't think I like, but there's something I love about the theaters that are real. Like, weird old school or like that uh that mcminimums one in portland yeah that we saw aladdin oh right right right, right right uh great if no one's ever seen aladdin it's a great film brand new story brand <laughs> um you know but like stuff like that just is like interesting you know when you're in there before and there's like weird things on the walls and like the dome kind of and yeah just something like you feel like you're again it's like you're transported into a, this weird room uh mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. I'm just excited theaters are back and running again. It's feels somewhat normal. <laughs> are you going to say something? I mean, I might have. Oh, I was going to no, know. I, I forgot what I was going to say, but um, yeah, I don't remember. It'll probably come back to me at some point after we record this. But <laughs> it, was, it was great. Quiet Place 2, highly recommend it. Theaters for sure. If you can get to one, I would definitely recommend it. Um, what was the last movie you saw before? Invisible Previously? Man. In, okay, right. That was a la- in the same theater too, which is funny. Ooh. But it was, uh, yeah. It kind of reminded me of, um, Joe, the the Magic Theater, Cinemagic. It kind of reminded me of that one a little bit. I um, love that theater. Yeah, that's like the one we. That was the one you're asked. So. That was the one across the street. Yeah. Yeah. From your place, right? But yeah, and then we saw this film called Kid Detective with Adam Brody. Um, super interesting. Have you guys seen it? No, but. It just from the title, I already can tell it's like I feel like it's not, but it sounds like such a like 90s like 
Airbud film. Oh, it's not that at all. No, I know, but from the kid detective, it just sounds like yeah. kid detective. Like- I don't like the name, but very interesting film. It's literally if Nancy Drew is older, like what happens after Nancy Drew when she becomes like an adult. It's actually really interesting. Like it, I didn't get some of the humor. Like I was like, I don't know, this isn't really funny, but it was like supposed to be kind of funny and ironic, but also like a drama. It was really strange. I don't know if you're looking for like a weird, like detective movie, like with Adam Brody, small town, throw it on. I'm curious to hear what you think about it, but uh, if you're looking for some with like bad comedy, Adam Brody, (laughs) throw it on. (laughs) Yeah. I've been watching a lot of like older, like Mickey Rooney movies because I've, realized how amazing he is as an actor because i haven't really seen much of his movies and then i realized also i feel like if i was an actor it'd be young mickey rooney he's so like energetic and like bouncing everywhere and he's like doing multiple things at once and i just watched this film where it was called love finds andy hardy it's with judy garland and mickey rooney mickey rooney's girlfriend goes out of town and then Mickey Rooney's friend goes is going out of town as well, and they have a big dance coming up. So his friend was basically like, hey, can you take my girlfriend to the dance so no one scoops her up, basically, because this is classic 30s mentality. <laughs> and uh, so he's basically dating, and then his girlfriend ends up coming back. So he's kind of dating two girls, and then Judy Garland's, like, in love with him as, like, the neighbor. And she's, like, he's kind of just, like, I don't know, his mannerisms, like, if you haven't seen any of his movies, you should just watch some of his scenes, and I'm like, this would be me if I was an actor. Like... <laughs> it's hysterical you should try to get into the acting game i I don't know if i could i've tried it before dude i had been in a few movies so i (laughs) I mean i am uncredited which i'm kind of bummed about i wish i was credited yeah just give give your boy adam sands a ring we talked about it before yeah uh see see what he's got going i could figure it out happy madison productions be one of their uh netflix regulars but yeah that's what we've been watching or i've been watching yeah, I think that I've been watching all the new HBO stuff, but I think nice. I've mentioned it, like Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sh- new show called Hacks. Hacks. Um, it's like Jean Smart, and I'm blanking on her name. She's the daughter, though, of someone who's in the original cast of SNL, like the first season cast. Um, oh. I didn't know her name before, so. Okay. Um, but it's it's very funny. It's a good 30-minute short show. Super funny. All right. I can um, get it. I watched the Philadelphia story. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Jimmy Stewart, Cary Grant, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Great movie. Um, it's all it's so funny watching these old movies because like there's such a how they act towards each other. Like there was a scene where Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant's character they like, divorced basically or broken up. And he, she's like yelling at him. He comes over and just like palms her face and like throws her down. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just like normal oh. back then. Like this is just like people when people get slapped, it's like so normal, which is also really funny because that was such a thing. And then like it took a huge break. And then I was telling this someone the other day and it was like, then I was in the theaters for Wolf of Wall Street. And there's a scene where Leo, I think he hits Margot Robbie or like slaps her or something. And everyone gasped, which is funny because the audience was all older, like because like they know the story, you know, Jordan Belfort's story, but they were a lot older. And I was like, these people were definitely around when these movies from 30s and 40s and 50s were made where people were slapping each other but they were the ones gasping and i was like this is weird because they grew up with that there was a huge break and now it's like i don't know it's kind of shocking to see now nowadays there was yeah i mean which is, it is shocking. slap anybody you know yeah. it's not a good thing but hail caesar there was he that yeah. guy slapped some people right there was yeah. some big just like <laughs> that was that was a funny part of that actually when he did that all right mm-hmm. <laughs> anything else <laughs> 
I know Jesse's thinking right now. I can I can see it. No, no Bowfinger. Didn't watch that one again. We almost didn't mention I was it. Gonna... Oh my god, we almost didn't. We barely did. I feel like I next know. week it's gonna be gone. Um yeah, no. Right. No. Well, good. What's eating Gilbert? I'll Grace save my hot week. takes till next week. I'm I'm like expecting some pretty hot takes now from you. It's like, <laughs> you're just gonna write a list of them or something. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think they'll beat your hot takes though. But I I could do. I got way more where those came from. I, I can I can All keep right. going. Maybe we do one special episode can where we, we do hot wings and can yeah. we actually? That would be so fun. Yeah, let's let's, let's figure it out. All right, let's do it. Let's do that. We're gonna do a hot take, hot ones, or no? We'll call it hot takes. We'll have to come up with a clever name for it. Hot cakes. Whoa. And we'll do. I'll bake some. <laughs> send uh, hot sauce cake we'll figure it out <laughs> it's in the workshop we're... all right works for me well we'll see leo and johnny depp next week bye the wrap But do me a favor, don't go nuts. You know what I mean? No, I won't. Because more and more you see like the, the mural and the, like the Sistine Chapel on a, you know, it's, just, it's too much. I'm not going for the Sistine Chapel. Look. <laughs> Canadian high school. <laughs> <laughs>